0: My is Jonathan Dado, and I'm a blind guy.
1: Hey, guys. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I am still disabled, and I still have a cowboy limp.
0: Nice, and this is Limping on Cloud 9.
1: It is, man. First of all, I want to apologize to our listeners out there. I have been spending 12 to 14 hours a day for the past month trying to finish the Limping on Cloud 9 screenplay, which I believe I'm going to finish Hopefully soon,
0: (laughs) right? And and enter in applause sound here.
1: (sighs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. But we'll get back on the horse and start releasing at least two of these a week again, starting this week. So again, we apologize. It's all my fault. It's not Jonathan. He's been on me for the last month, but I'm just trying to get this script at a place where we can uh, hopefully get some money and make it.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So that's that, right? Yeah. So today, Jonathan, I want to give you a follow-up on the Tiger Records one, the one we just released, yeah. the last one we released.
0: Yeah, this was crazy. <laughs> that, that, that's why I was like, we need to do a, a, a part two podcast of this, because this is just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's kind of nuts, man. And for those of you who heard the last one, Tiger Records was a CD record store that I spent... Three or four years loitering in, and what yeah. I mean by loitering is that I was not an employee, they did not pay me, however, they gave me promotional rock and roll posters for my walls, and they gave me some albums for free in exchange for rearranging some vinyls that were misplaced, cleaning up the place, and just basically being a productive loiterer. Yeah,
0: does that yeah. make sense? Totally, totally. Right?
1: So at the end of our last podcast, I had mentioned that people had told me that there were rumors that Tiger Records was owned by the mob, and I always blew them off.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I just found out not only were they owned by a member of the Kansas City Mafia, but I found out a lot of really, really dark things about that person. <laughs> <laughs> And so I wanted to jump into that. and it's it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Can I jump into this?
0: Yeah, well, I, th- I think the first thing you should jump into is like sort of the the least of everything. So maybe you should lead with uh how they how they got their inventory.
1: <laughs> yeah, I will tell you that, but even, yeah, okay, let me just tell you how they got their inventory. Tiger Records albums were always four dollars and eighty one cents, which were five dollars after tax. Yeah. All other albums were six ninety nine, seven ninety nine and eight ninety nine. So it was always oh a big wonder why Tiger could sell records so cheap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it turns out, Mr. Jonathan, that the owner of Tiger Records, his first name was Anthony. I'm not gonna get into his last name. Yeah. But <laughs> he hired shoplifters and professional thieves to steal records from other local record stores.
0: Man, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> now, think about how many thieves the dude had to hire.
0: Seriously. To
1: be able to steal enough records to, to stock Two locations of Tiger Records. Man, Isn't that nuts?
0: It is nuts. I know we were talking about that before, you know, before the podcast, and it's like, you know, maybe he, like, had them rob, like, UPS truck, you know, like, FedEx, or, like, you know, like, the delivery trucks, because it's like, you know, we're just like, if you're doing onesie-twosie, it's like, that'd take forever, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, and you know what? Maybe it wasn't even robbing trucks with guns. Uh, let, let me just, uh, maybe it was just convincing the driver to open the back and let it get stolen.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, no, totally, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, by the way, Zoe is is here. Zoe, you want to say hi? Hi.
0: Hi, this is- Zoe. Hello, everybody. <laughs> All, right.
1: <laughs> All right, sweetie. All right, I'm going to continue the podcast, okay? Okay. Okay, love you.
0: Man, that is so funny. That's Right. A- so, I mean, so the point of that is... It's totally not out of the realm of possibility to offer a driver money and be like, "Hey, turn around! This you never saw this box."
1: Right, you never saw this box. Turn around. You can file insurance on you know losing it or whatever. Yeah. But here's two or three grand for your pocket. Have a nice day.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and then you got cases and cases of vinyl records. There you go. Man. There you
1: go. <laughs> So so that's one thing. The other thing that I found funny is uh, not that any of this is funny, but this part is when I first went to Tiger records, they couldn't say my name. I told them my name was Hamad and they're like, what? (laughs) And and I'm like, Hamad. And they're like, what's your last name? And I said, Zadie. So they said, you know what? We're just going to call you Mr. Zadie. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. And then Mr. Zadie, over time got shortened to just Mr. Z. There you
0: go. So
1: all my friends that had heard about Tiger Records being a mafia joint, they always told me, hey, dude, you already have a code name. They're not even calling you by your real name. This whole thing is mafia, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I always thought they were joking. But the whole thing about the owner, you know, Hiring people to, to rob trucks and or steal stuff from stores. Yeah. That's just one thing about the owner.
0: Right, right. He, were,
1: he was also tied to several dozen slangs in Kansas City. Man. Isn't that nuts? It is. <laughs> and I got to tell you the last part. God, I really apologize for laughing because it's really disgusting. Can I share?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Why did the store close?
0: Well, so I, I remember you saying the rumor, and, and you know, and from hearing how everyone kind of moved out of there right away, it's like, I don't know, something went down. But you said the rumor was that the, the owner was found dead in the trunk of his car. Okay. All of that
1: is not a rumor that's actually true. And it gets worse. Not only was he found dead in the trunk of his car, but A, he was found with both hands chopped off. Man. Which they believe is a signal uh, because he, he was a thief his entire right. life.
0: Yeah, if he's stealing from everyone around him, yeah.
1: Right, right. That's right. one. And two, he wasn't just found in the trunk of his car, his car was impounded and he was found. 17 days after he died.
0: Oh, in the man, that is gross. Isn't that nuts? Man.
1: So I just wanted to do this quick wrap up because it is such a crazy story. But it is. Here's what I find interesting. Those four years of my life, 1980 to 1984, when I was 12 to 16 at that store.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Right. Man, all I could remember it by is they let me play albums in their DJ booth. I got to spin records. Right. I got I got free posters. I never got free concert tickets, but I had access to their best tickets. So right. I was always either in the first five rows or in the first section to the right or the left of the stage. Yeah. I always had killer seats. Yeah. And all of this... Oh, and and the fact, and I know I mentioned this in our last podcast, that under no circumstances was I ever allowed to go in the back
0: room, right? (laughs) Right.
1: And I know I told you that I walked in on a drug deal once, right? Yeah, exactly. And they they threatened to never let me back in the store if I ever went back again. Man. I mean, if I went back to uh, to the back room again. Yeah. So it's crazy. Now looking back at my age thinking... What danger was I in? Because I, I never felt like I was in danger because all the people that worked, uh, the four women that I knew that worked at my location, yeah. they're all, like, really great and yeah. wonderful people, right? Yeah. They, they took care of me. They were polite. They were nice. They gave me stuff. They are great, right? And I had no idea that they were all working for a mob boss running drugs in the back.
0: Yeah, and, well, and bringing in tons of uh, stolen goods, you know, you're you're, yeah. you're stocking the shelves with uh, stuff hot off the press, you know.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Now I will say this. I will say this. I don't know if they knew. I can't assume that they knew what was really going on. It's probably they knew about the drugs, were, you know, about the drugs because they're the ones doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't, I can't say with any certainty that they knew where the albums were coming from.
0: Right, or yeah, they didn't know like to the full extent of everything that was going down.
1: Yeah, probably not. Which, but which, maybe which, they did. Which, Who which, knows?
0: Yeah, I mean, it would explain a little bit like how you said when they called you like, Mr. Zadie, come down to the store right now. And you, like, you went down there and you're like, everyone's filling their cars and stuff. I mean, something hit the fan that day and they, they freaked out no just, that had
1: to be the day that, that he was found decomposed in his car
0: yeah maybe yeah well I don't. I don't know I mean do you think they would have been cool for 17 days not knowing where he not knowing where he was
1: yeah I don't know that's a great question you know because I, I really don't because yeah.
0: I, I, I think something happened and they're just like okay yeah we didn't sign up for all of this and you know they're like let's get the hell out of here and hey mr Zadie. You know, come take some stuff, buddy, because uh, we're we're getting out of dodge. You know,
1: here's what's crazy, and and this just dawned on me. What's crazy is I stand here at my age telling you, I have never even had a cigarette, much less a drink of alcohol, a sip of alcohol, or any drugs. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Not even then. Never. Yeah. Yet. Yet, I've been to a little over a 1,000 concerts, and I had that Tiger Records experience, (laughs) and I was on college radio at two different stations, so the opportunities to dive into that world have been rampant, but it's never been a part of my life, which is, I still think that's kind of weird.
0: Well, it's a testament to your, uh, I don't know if it's like willpower or whatever to not want to do it, but...
1: Well, I tell you why, I don't know if I've talked about this before, and maybe it's another podcast, but oh, I think, why yeah, I think I, I've i I've never done it, never told you why? Yeah,
0: I think I know what you're going to say, but it's about your cousin, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Why I never drank or smoked or did drugs is because, A, my mom and dad never did, and my sisters never did, so it wasn't around me. Yeah. But I spent uh, close to 10 years. Living with a cousin that was ten years older than me, and that dude had everything,
0: yeah. and
1: I shared a room with him. Yeah. So yeah. when when you share a room with an alcoholic drug user for that long, you you either go one or other ways. Now we probably shared a room for five or six years. Yeah. And then my dad built him a room in our basement for the last couple of years. But man, when you see somebody, when you're a kid. Having to live with somebody that's drunk all the time, throwing up everywhere, and, and somebody who has, like, vials, <laughs> vials of cocaine on occasion in your room. Yeah. And baggies of pot all the time. You either go one or two ways
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Y- you know? Yeah. And I'm just glad that I went the Dr. Pepper way. <laughs> <laughs> and not the cocaine vial well, way. Well, thankfully,
0: know? the oh. doctor prescribed Dr. Pepper to you and not anything else
1: exactly exactly (laughs) exactly so anyway i just wanted to dive into the wrap-up of tiger records because that was such a unique and weird experience and it's just wild that i found out what actually was happening with that guy
0: yeah no seriously man
1: you know so there you go
0: yeah so if you guys want to go to limping on cloud9.com you can see everything that's there you can find us on itunes stitcher radio google play all those fun places and also check out LonelySealFilmFestival.com. There's plenty of there for you to check out too. And come on, how can they get a hold of us?
1: They can reach us at info at dot 9com Info at limpingoncloud9.com.
0: And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya.